0: Alright, welcome back to the latest and the greatest of the Blue Brothers Sportscast. Real Talk, Real Fans. We bring you Michigan football each and every week. I'm Caleb and with me as always is Craig. And we hope you all had a uh, enjoyable Memorial Day weekend slash week. Uh hope you all were able to get a little bit of time off or able to enjoy it a little bit. It was at least in this area, it was pretty decent weather for somewhat of the most part. Hope you guys got out and were able to spend some time with friends and family. Did you do anything uh, interesting, anything special, Craig?
1: Not really. Kind of hung out. Um, I tell you what, you know a big pet peeve of mine is? Michigan people that complain about the heat. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, it's a big pet peeve of mine starting to get to the top number one in my list because we don't get too many hot days, and when we do, man, I enjoy them and, man i had a good time with my family and just uh hung out with them grabbed some ice cream went to the parade got to see some uh um great veterans of war and and shooting their guns and you know into the air and you know it was really cool just uh to watch these really actual real superheroes i call them um that uh fought, fought for this country and uh, it was a good day just uh just to see them.
0: So. Yeah, we didn't get out for the parade myself. Um, we didn't do a whole lot. I mean, it was a nice, chill, relaxing weekend for us. But we, um, I put together the grill finally. I got a grill for Christmas. I had a charcoal grill before, got a gas grill, finally put it together. I hadn't put it together yet, so we used that this weekend. I guess that was the biggest highlight, but... Nothing, nothing too special, nothing too crazy. But I will say about the heat, um, I'm not really one to compl- – like, see, this is me. I, The one thing that I like about it that I feel usually happens is you get all the seasons for Michigan. Like, you, it changes. Sometimes it's drastic and everything. But usually there's, like, a little gradual change, you know. But the thing that bugs me is when it's, like, okay, it's 40 degrees and then it's 90 I'm like, okay, like, give me a day in between the transition. Now, the only time when that does not bother me at all is when I go on vacation. Like, when I go on vacation, I know it's going to be different. Like, it's 20 degrees in Michigan, and I'm going to vacation in Florida, and I know it's going to be 90 degrees and humid as all get out. But that's okay. I know that. And I'm prepared for that. And it's vacation, and it's going to be warm, and it's a 1,000 times better than Michigan in the winter. But then when Michigan changes from quote unquote spring to summer and you go from like 40 degrees to 80 degrees, I'm just like, come on. You could, you could be a little bit nicer to us, Michigan, a little bit, a little bit of transition so that you don't go from like (laughs) wearing a jacket one day and then sweating the next day from the humidity. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's Michigan weather for you. So yeah. No,
0: it's uh, yeah. and,
1: And the thing is, is, you know, I, I we I enjoy good cookout and we uh, enjoyed ourselves. Just enjoyed the weather, and you know, I did a lot of landscaping, so I did some of that. That was pretty cool. Got the house in order because the very fact is the weather is so few and far between here in Michigan that you know you got to get out there and landscape. You know, but and uh, I don't, you know I don't like the fact that you get to you have to work. You have to do a little bit of labor on those days. You know. Hey, I told you the honeydew list, I told you it was gonna yeah, exactly you mentioned that and yeah, exactly. You warned me about that, and I'm like, you get so many, so few days of nice weather, and yet you're you have to put in a little bit of labor to do it. And I'm like, Really? can we just relax? And of course, you know, you said your wife has all these things for us you to do around the house and inside the house, outside the house. So yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Yeah, well for me it wasn't too bad. The the biggest chore i mean of course there was like mowing the lawn and doing some of the typical stuff the biggest chore activity thing for the weekend for me was putting together the grill which was not that bad at all so i can't complain too much right yeah i I, i got by pretty easy but yeah so yeah
1: i hope everybody else had a good memorial weekend um time to reflect but also time to be with your family and you know I think that's what these veterans and the ones that sacrificed their lives wanted us to do enjoy the weekend enjoy our freedom Um, so we give them all the accolades in the world so
0: yes absolutely so uh, thank you for people's service and the sacrifice that they that they made and uh, thankful for the ones that are still with us today so um many things that they did for us that we hope will not go unappreciated. So um we will move forward and go ahead and talk. I, I feel we we talked a little bit before we started recording and I think we're gonna go ahead and try tackling one major topic this week. Uh I don't know exactly how long it'll go. I think we'll get a decent chunk out of it, but it all um stemmed from a poll that Craig put on Twitter. So some of you might be prepared for some of this conversation or uh, aware of what we might be getting at, but you put forward an interesting poll, Craig. Uh, I mean, it's not like earth shattering or anything like that, um, but you got some conversation going and I think it's worthwhile having a discussion on it. Do you want to, do you want to talk about it a little bit before we dive into the, our thoughts on it? Yeah, I, you know, and I was thinking about this, and you know, in
1: the whole Michigan season and what's coming up, and you know, it. And you and I agree that there's so many, uh, you know, positive things that are happening in transitions and you know, new coaching staff um, happening, and Jim Harbaugh. I think having kind of a new way of uh, coaching, maybe a little bit that he's seeing things a little bit differently, and 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 having Shay Patterson now clear to be the quarterback at Michigan. So more than likely will be him. You and I kind of agreement on that, that that's probably the case. And so, you know, you and I were also talking about the running back situation this, this coming year. And that uh, Higdon is actually a great, uh, a good running back for us. And then you get the change of pace back with uh, Perry, um, I mean, Evans, I'm sorry. Uh, and that, the fact is, the last time, and I started thinking about the last time that Michigan's had a great, and I'm talking about a great running back, has been quite a while, you know, and you can think back at <laughs> um, Toussaint and, and running backs like that, and, you know, we had Derek Green here, and kind of, we had Isaac here. Um, but then again, I'm thinking, you know, we haven't had a, a great running back with Michigan since my Hart, Um, and I started thinking about it and I kind of just kind of thought about maybe putting the poll out there and I didn't realize that it, it gained so much ground to it. And so many people chimed in on it on who they thought, if we could bring back one running back from the past, you would want that Michigan to start this year. Um, it could be any years, but you know, I kind of chose this year because the very fact that we, you know, we have a good running back. We don't have a great one, but uh, who would that running back be? And it's quite amazing because, you know, you think about the era that we're in that you get a lot of youngsters on social media and they'll chime in and probably say, you know, most a lot of them say Mike Hart, And then you get some oldie guys like myself Um, who think differently, and then to compare the two. It's kind of like the Michael Jordan versus uh, LeBron James argument, who's better. You get a lot of youngsters saying LeBron James is better. Look at the facts, and he has a lot of uh, historical facts uh, against Michael Jordan that LeBron James is better. But then again, there's a lot of uh, MJ fans, including myself, that thinks Michael Jordan is better than LeBron James, which is a weird way to compare it. But um. Started getting a lot of people chiming in on what they thought and the reasoning, and I thought it was really, really interesting. Uh, so, some really good points people made on it. Um, but uh, I, I kind of had, what I could do is this this poll, everybody knows that uh, Twitter only gives you, I believe, four options to give you a poll. You know, I could run 10 running backs through Michigan lore, but I, can't, I came up with the the four that I thought that most people knew about. And I didn't really dive into the eighties because a lot of people that are on social media really don't remember the eighties as much as I do. So I kind of left it as here's my list. Here's the number four was uh, Tim Bianca Patuka, uh, great running back uh, Tyrone Wheatley junior, I mean senior. And then the third one would be Anthony Thomas, a train and then Mike Hart, um, was the f- last one, you know, I left off my, uh, Chris Perry, obviously running backs like that, but, um, it was really interesting to see what people were picking and how close it was on certain polls and how certain people wanted somebody else on the on the poll, and they didn't, couldn't get them. So, uh, I don't know. What were your thoughts when you saw it? Did you see the poll?
0: Yeah. Yeah I didn't uh, look at a ton of the comments on it. Uh, I've seen a few and uh, definitely there were some people that had their interesting uh, perspectives and everybody's entitled to their own opinion and I don't think I would jump out and say anybody who's wrong. But I think I took a different approach to it than the average person um, yeah. because I was thinking, okay, if you could have one type of running back on the team now to add to Michigan, who would you who would you put? So I almost immediately wrote off Mike Hart because I feel like Evans and Higdon are closer to the style of Mike Hart than those other three running backs. Right. So I was kind of like, I don't really want to repeat that and essentially have three running backs that are have more speed and elusiveness and things like that. Now Mike Hart, and so this doesn't take away from anybody. I'm not saying that uh, because Mike Hart could break a tackle like nobody's business. But, um, but I was looking more for that ground and pound, big, strong, can still, uh, break a move on somebody, but could also knock them over and just run them over. Right. Um, so right. I was, I was really stuck between Tim Batuca and Tyrone Wheatley. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really look, go and look at the stats. I, I have since then, like when I voted, I didn't really look at the stats. I didn't go back and watch video or anything. Um, and may, maybe it's a little bit more fresh in my mind just because, I mean, it's only by what, like a year, maybe two, that Bianca was on the team right. more recently than Wheatley. But um, I, I did vote for Tim Bianca But then looking at the stats, there are other things that I feel kind of back me up a little bit. Um, if What was it? He had his, did he have, he was the one who had the 300-yard game against Ohio State, didn't he?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: he dominated
1: that game, right.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and so uh, he had that. But here's also the other interesting thing that I'll point out, too. I mean, uh, but, uh, you're getting nitpicky here, you know, when, when you're yes. st- starting to split hairs and everything. Uh, yeah. But one thing that – because Timbiaka Patuka did three years for Michigan. Yep. And his third year, uh, he had 1,700 rushing yards. No other one of those running backs – had, uh had over 1600 yards they were all like 1500 tops for a season and most of those included um a bowl game stats included into that but the year 95 when Bianca Batuka broke 1700 he didn't there was no bowl game stats included in that right so yeah. he he like had one yeah. less game and he still put up 1700 that was his last year and so it's just kind of like man what what could have it been you know Yeah. Uh he yeah. like it, it Yeah it's them breaking Jamie
1: Morris's record in the meantime. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it it's it's crazy to think what he could have done. Um because that opportunity there and everything and uh what was it? There was some, some he didn't have all the impressive uh touchdowns and everything that everybody else had. But you also have to think too, ninety three and ninety four he was he was splitting time with Tyrone Wheatley.
1: Yeah, he was back up to Tyrone Wheatley in his you know, I believe his uh and his sophomore Yeah, in the beginning, he was his freshman year. He's yeah, yeah.
0: So yeah, so so it's a little. His stats out of all of them are a little bit deceiving because uh, he only did three years where everybody else did four, and he had a split time with a upperclassman who was one of the other three running backs on this list.
1: Yeah, so you literally are saying Tim Biakwatuka if he would have stayed for his fourth year would have been he probably would have broke he probably still have some of the records that uh Mike cart broke so
0: yeah it's very possible I, yeah. and so i'm not, i mean you, you can't guarantee anything with that but right. just like i said i i voted for biak Batuka before i looked at the stats but i thought those were kind of some interesting things that i came across so when you um were putting this together and had your thoughts did you no stats were you familiar with stats did you look things up ahead of time or were yep. you just kind of going by w- the what you remember from the players and their yeah. performances?
1: well the thing is is it's, it's it's a tricky poll
0: and the poll
1: is was done not out of i kind of left the s- facts and stats and things out left out and maybe more of a personal poll you know leaving it to each person as each person has their say each person is relevant in their in their opinion and it and if you look at some of the comments none of them nobody was it, it wasn't a argumentative you know it wasn't a poll that you can actually say wait a minute that you could say like this is where it is differing with uh, michael jordan and lebron james you can argue facts you know lebron james is better because of the blah 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 blah, blah. But this one was more of a a personal preference in a way, like who would you want to see in the backfield that you happen to like and who, who you remember? And like you said, Tim Biakwituco is right up and I, I I agree. I I had I I voted for a Wheatley just because I remember him the most. Um I remember what he he did. I remember him having the size speed and, and, and God, agility like similar to Tim Biak and and I tell you Tim Timmy was like a close second man I mean it was super close and if you, you're right if you look at Biak he's probably ranked you know top five in the at Michigan in Michigan history as the running back but you know there's something to say about there's something about the guy I, I said I have a man crush on him <laughs> and I and I kind of do it, it because I remember him quite often, and I remember him just really bulldozing over Ohio State and just and being in awe and watching that and how Michigan was and how we used to do that. And same with Tyrone Wheatley in those times. And I have to agree with you with Mike Hart, only because Mike um, Hart had probably one of the most impressive offensive lines at michigan during his tenure if you look think about he had jake long on the left hand side left tackle and most of the time if you look at some of the tape in my cart he ran to the left (laughs) and and he got most of the yards because nobody i mean nobody to me jake long was probably one of the best offensive tackles in the country at, at, at michigan ever that's how impressive he is the guy is I saw him in person, and it, there's no—I can't even tell you how big he is. It's just unreal. I've never seen a football player that big in my life. No wonder why he, he ran on that side. <laughs> and, yeah, I, he broke a lot of records, and, you know, he he he's fantastic Michigan. I can understand why he's number one at Michigan, but, you know, like I said, I've kind of got the Wheatley, Biakwatuka, a one and two, and a close to it that—
0: yeah, and I I was thinking that, too, about the difference in offensive lines. And Mike Hart, uh, like I said, though, like he still could break a tackle like nobody's business. And sometimes he would go right through the middle, get stopped, but find his way out. Uh, but, yes, uh, there were quite a few times where he wouldn't get touched until five yards into his run. Yeah. So um, it's and i think it's interesting that you bring that up that it's not a it's more of a personal preference thing it's not really a right or wrong right. Um, and i saw that there were interesting conversations and you were bringing it up too about you know the younger people on social media and everything like that and i do think that comes out in the uh mm-hmm. in the results because well i mean again personal preference i i do think that uh mike hart would probably be more in the three or the four spot but i mean they were all great. So on uh, nobody's going to really turn away any of them. No. And you know, I could have said, I mean, if I really dove in deep and
1: said, who would I actually pick number one? As far as, you know, I used to watch Jamie Morris and Jamie Morris to me was probably one of the best Michigan running backs of all time. And just based on my preference, um, the only reason I left him off there is, one, because he was a, in the 80s, and two, I was in high school. I was a teenager when he was a running back, and yeah, I watched a lot of Michigan games when I was in high school, but not as I did in the 90s, you know? And I had schoolwork. I was chasing girls and being stupid, so <laughs> I was doing all kinds of stupid stuff, but I do remember him quite well and how awesome he was, and um. The reason I left him off wasn't because um, I don't think he was good as those four. It, the reason why is because I don't believe a lot of the people my age or even your age would even recognize who that is. So I automatically thought that he'd probably be – I mean look at look at A-Train. He, he got he, – he didn't get uh, much of the vote. I mean he got 13 percent of the vote and you and I totally remember him and yeah. how great he was. But if I put jamie Morris on there he isn't he probably isn't even getting remotely touched ten percent of the vote because of the very fact that he was a eighties running back um he would be my top he would be he is in my top three and the very fact is jamie Morris did like my tweets <laughs> which is pretty cool so you know give him so much you know he's he he's he's awesome and um yeah i it is interesting that Anthony Thomas, even at his peak, a lot of people don't remember him either. So, yeah,
0: yeah. No, or, I, I mean, on Chris Perry than A Train, which is really interesting. So, yeah, and I am very similar with you, where I didn't watch a lot of games when I was high school or younger. Part of the reason being, we didn't have cable for what was like the longest time. Um, yeah. So most of my football watching experience was college and since then. Um, So uh, one thing that I would find kind of interesting, and I don't know if you would want to do it right away, but it'd be kind of interesting to see if you did um, another follow-up sometime later and you put the stats. Right. And you don't put the names and you'd be like, okay, pick one of these four running backs that you would like to see, yeah, um, back at Michigan. So, yeah, that would be interesting. Well, I had people even say, <laughs> "You and
1: I, you'll laugh too." They said, "What about Denard Robinson?" <laughs> Just laughed. I go, "No, no. <laughs> yeah," <laughs> and I laughed because I said. Wow, you know what? We're literally getting to a point where, like, he was was he
0: one of our best running backs? Yeah, I mean, well, okay, he wasn't a running back. If he was a okay, if he was a running back, yeah, if he had the stats they had. Hold on, let, let me actually look this up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if he was a running back, then oops, wow. It would Hope if I could spell uh, college stats. Here we go then I think it'd be a different conversation, but he wasn't. So let's see here. He had. Why are you not? Oh, here we go. Rushing. Yeah, he had. Wow. He had. (laughs) Yeah, he had a uh, 1700 yard season one year. Yeah. I forgot (laughs) about that. So, yeah, if okay, if he had those stats. Yeah. And was not a um, did not play quarterback at all. Yeah. Then uh, go for it. You know, you're but right. but that really does change things when he was the when he was the quarterback and everything. So I uh, so no, he was not running back. Um, and th- yeah, that that dives into a completely different kind of conversation and things like that. Yeah, and you're right. I mean, if you look at you know, if I said who rushed
1: in their total career for. Uh, 4,472 yards, you know, people probably say Denard Robinson, my car, you know, they start throwing them out, those out, but yet, and for 55 touchdowns, you wouldn't, you, most people probably wouldn't be able to guess that, but that might be a really fun poll or something to say. But if you think about that, just behind, just behind Denard Robinson, uh, this and Mike car, my Hart has the most, he, you know, he's got 5,000. So, um, very impressive. <laughs> and then Donar Robinson, but this person has the third most yards and that's Anthony Thomas. I mean, that's a train. That's crazy. And yet a lot of these people didn't pick him. <laughs> so, so it is mostly about who you gravitate towards and who, who you just, you know, your perception of that person at that time when they're running just was you know cl- you know it caught you you know train caught me too but not as much as Biakabutu or a Wheatley did back in those times so
0: yeah well I, you gotta be careful man because you know you're you you made me pull something off the shelf and dust yeah. it off oh yeah you <laughs> might you <laughs> might want to watch what you what no, you bring trivia. up uh,
1: Michigan trivia
0: yeah yeah i might i might have to pull that out and uh look at it again i know how much you used to enjoy that (laughs) yeah
1: but you look at who's fourth as far as rushing career is jamie morris so you know you look at that he's fourth in line as far as you know having forty three hundred yards rushing so it is interesting but you know what i think it you know, I might be more impressive. Is where do, where do you see what's most impressive? Yards uh, on on the running back's career, or do you find how many touchdowns that particular running back scored as more impressive?
0: Well, that's going to be completely different because hold on here just a second. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, I got to look at this. Because I, I want to see this and then throw this in there and then see who you think this is and what. Okay. Ah, oh, dang it! No, there's there's not enough there because there wasn't anything. Dang it. Um, but but then that's really deceiving. For let's see here. Uh, how impressive is it then in two seasons? This isn't a whole lot. This isn't gonna bra- isn't gonna break the whole thing. But what we were looking at people with forty touchdowns, right, right. or something. I mean, Simbiaka only had twenty four touchdowns in three seasons. Right. You know, things like that. So what if I bring somebody to you that in two seasons they had 13 touchdowns, but then they only had 73 rushing yards? <laughs> right. Wow. That's true. You know, I'm guessing you might yeah. know who that is. Isn't that the fullback? Yeah, Khalid Hill. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like he was a touchdown machine, but that's because his okay. job was once you get in the 10 or the five-yard line, give it to Khalid Hill, and he had 10 touchdowns in one season yeah yeah so well you know what this is what's interesting is you know
1: you can go yard yards per carry you know and you could say you know my cart's five yards per carry is impressive or do you go with you know somebody like uh, most of them were about five yards per carry um except you know you take jamie morris who is 5.5 yards per carry which is impressive but if you look at touchdowns it's not really even close to who's was dominant in uh, in this past era was Anthony Thomas had fifty five touchdowns, man. That's insane. He beats them all <laughs> hands down. And I you know, and you look back at that, it makes you rethink about how great he was. You know what I mean? Because Mike Hart, you think, oh, Mike Hart has it. I'm like, no, he only has forty-one touchdowns. Impressive but not even close to Anthony Thomas. And that's how much a train was so good at what he did is he was a touchdown machine, man. Uh, it, it, and it makes you appreciate him even more. Now that I look at it and yeah, these running backs, it's, it's pretty crazy how, you know, how well they did. You look at Tim B. I and you brought him up and why we loved him. I loved him because of the very fact that it wasn't his touchdowns as how much, you know, his yardage, you know, I think he was like six point yards per carry yeah tennis. and that's so impressive man well Is, when's the last time michigan's had a over a six yard per carry running back now a long, a long time
0: yeah no it was um Denards. well yeah dinar but he's not running back so yeah the last time would have been 95 right so yeah, yeah uh he uh wheatley and biaka Batuga both had 6.1 average yards yeah um Thomas was 4.8, Hart was 5.0, yeah. So, and then I got I love leaving this window open and just going back to it because Khalid Hill average yards was 1.7. Oh really? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. He he never ran very far. (laughs) But yeah, but then that's the thing too is just like, is average how accurate can average yards be? Because obviously you're looking at the competition that they're playing against too um because if you have any of those you know cupcake teams how many of them do you have on a schedule every year you probably have at least one but maybe one year somebody faced two or three and so then they've got some of those runs where they've got multiple 30-yard runs and things like that so it's yeah. it's really tough to say and it's really tough to um put in there on what would be the most important because, uh, yeah, total yards, uh, average yards per run, and total touchdowns, uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's a tough call. It is. And, you know, the thing is, is maybe
1: it's just, you know, you have um, somebody like Anthony Thomas who, you know, his career is just impressive at Michigan, and, you know, he is – he is in my top five just based on if you look at his total r- rushing yards, how long he's been here, his average, you know, he didn't break five yards per uh, attempts um, on average, but he was close to it. But 55 touchdowns is so impressive, man. That's, that's crazy. There's nobody even close to him at, right at that, at that number. Um, and not even Mike Hart and most people think, and he only had 41, Mike Hart did, but, uh, uh, even Mike Hart didn't even, it, he he didn't break six yards per carry. He was only at five. It's just, you know, his attempts and then obviously being at Michigan for a long, long time helped that. So,
0: yeah. yeah,
1: but yeah, it is crazy to really, if you look at, you know, maybe the Michigan fans can go back and look at these a little bit closer. And even if you weren't even born that era to look how uh, impressive these running backs were, you'd take Lytle who did really, really well. Uh, he was impressive. He, he wasn't in my era, but if you look at his stats and what he did, I looked at a little bit of film and how well, how great he was. Um, he was at six-point uh, yards per carry. I mean, that's crazy. He didn't have a lot of touchdowns either. But, I mean, at that time, it's, you know, back in the 70s, I mean, he was a, a great running back for Michigan. So, um, yeah. Yeah. It is interesting because I even had a couple of people on, uh, on the social media chime in and say, where's Lytle on that? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, true. But uh, he's not in my top five just based on the very fact is, you know, TDs, how many yards, because um, he's only ranked eighth as far as uh, total yards in his career. He only had like three, 300, something like that. So, yeah. But, uh,
0: yeah. Well, to also mention, too, is that um – you look at the top 10 for career yards, Bianca Batuca isn't even in that for the leading Michigan. He's no, not even man. in the top 10 for career because he no. only played three seasons. But yeah, It's just out in the top 10. Yeah. Yeah. But then, um, he, there are two players in the top 10 that only played three seasons. Probably won't recognize the names with Billy Taylor and Gordon bell, but then the other eight played all four seasons. Uh, right. so, um, But he's just outside of that. But then when you go to single season and single game stats, he's number one in single season and number two in single game stats. Yeah. And that's what you remember, right? Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing. It's It's
1: right now, Caleb, you're thinking about Tim Biakutuka and what he did at that time. And I'm not talking about over his career. You're thinking about specific games where he just dominated, you know what I mean, and that's what you're bringing up, and that's what I remember. Is people go, well, look at uh, Tim Biakabutuka's stats. Yeah, you look at him; he's he's only got tw- he only had 24 TD uh, TDs in his in his tenure, and you and you're like that's only 17th in in Michigan running backs. That's not a lot. 2,800 yards in his career, right? Six yards per temp- attempt, which is great. But then, yeah, you're right. But then if you think about, like you said, he had that single-season single record. And then, of course, what he did with Ohio State with 317 yards running was just unreal. It reminded me of Chris Perry. You know, when Chris Perry beat Ohio State at the big house, they just gave him the ball the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's why I remember that so vividly is, you know, do I have Chris Perry up there? I have him on my outside my top five, but he's up there just based on that. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so, well, here's the interesting things, though, too, because uh, I, I want to f- finish this kind of idea and wrap it together, because like I said, Timbiaka Batuka doesn't even break the top 10 for career yards. But then for single season, he's number one with 1,818. Right. Uh, that's the 95 season, including the bowl game. Um, right. and then the uh, And then he's second for single game with 313 yards against Ohio State, but then you look at Mike Hart, who has the most career yards at breaking 5,000, the only running back to break 5,000, but then you go to single season, and he comes in sixth with just over 1,500, and then you go to single game, and he's tied for ninth with 234. Right. So it's kind of like, what what do you take? Because it's just, I, I wish they had... Uh, they do have touchdowns here later on, but I wish it was all kind of all in one line because it's just interesting to see that, that sway where yes you can have the most career yards, but then single season and single game you're lower on the list, and then Biakobatuka is the exact opposite where his career wasn't that high, but he yeah. performed with the greatest some of the greatest seasons and one of the greatest games for a Michigan running back.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. So, and that's what you remember, and that's why I have him a close second right there with uh, Wheatley. And, and you know, you think about Tyron Wheatley too. Uh, Senior is his last year wasn't very impressive. So I think you know he his last year it was. I think he barely amassed a, a thousand yards. So I think he only had like twelve touchdowns in that year. So that's interesting in itself. So. Yeah, if he had a better year, Wheatley probably would have ran away with that. But given that is you and I are probably in agreement here saying how much—you know, you and I are probably saying that Wheatley probably is our number one pick just based on how he how ran, some of the highlights, ov- overall body of work, and then how impressive he was at the time you and I saw fo- uh, Michigan football, how, how much we, you and I were into it, too, um, at the time. And— how impressed you and I were of him. So, so we, you, you, so you and I are thinking what Wheatley number one and then Tim at too, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean um, the way, like I said, I was looking at the poll was basically from, um, you know, who, who I would want on the team right now with uh, the weapons that we have. But then, I mean, so we've been going back and forth a lot about Mike Hart and Biakabatuka, but then you look at Wheatley Wheatley career wise was, uh, number 5th on total um, yards. Yeah. And yeah. then Wheatley for a single season doesn't even break the top 10. <laughs> right. And Wheatley yeah. for the single season was yeah. at 7th. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's just kind of uh, kind of like, oh, what do you do? But then uh, the place where he gains a lot of ground is he was third for rushing touchdowns. Uh, which yeah. was six ahead of Mike Hart.
1: Yeah, and uh, yards per carry, I think it was like he has the most, I think, at 6.1, a little over 6. I don't believe any of those running backs have over that at uh, all.
0: T- well, Tim biaka was right with him. They both had 6.1, and Mike Hart was only at 5 yards per carry. Oh, okay.
1: Okay. So well, that's interesting, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's – and, you know, I take a lot of stock in y- yards per attempt and how many you get. So, um, yeah, that's really important. So. Yeah, I, it's an interesting poll because I think everybody's different, and you know, there at time where even Chris Perry was really impressive. I thought just for his size and what he could do, and just he just mowed over players too. So, um, yeah, it was an interesting poll just based on the fact is, you know, you know, I could have said a quarterback. You know, wh- who would you want to have too? Uh, I, I I probably could guess who it would be but uh, I thought running backs was really interesting just because everybody's got their favorite.
0: So, yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. It was a good conversation to have. Uh it I would love to see the day that a Michigan running back could uh yeah break, break into the uh single game record. Yeah. Right. Um because tied for uh third third place for a single game record for rushing touchdowns would be 5 touchdowns. Right, and, and the most recent one was 1968. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, I'm looking at this here. A bunch, no. a, a bunch of the, you know, beginning in the 1900s, between like 19, uh, 1900 and 1910. Yeah, actually, all of them. Yeah, that's all of them. All the first <laughs> what there's like 12 or something because so many people are tired in some of those places and then he uh and then there's one in 1968 that got five touchdowns so i couldn't imagine i wonder what i yeah. don't know if anybody has four even really right. i would think so but well
1: that's the thing is it's interesting because i you take somebody like mike hart and a lot of uh, you know he came in second which is understandable and just based on who he was and that he was the last running back we had but I think what it did was it draw it was drawing out conversation on who people liked, who they were drawn to, who they really liked as maybe as a teenager or as growing up and seeing Michigan. And it also brought up conversation, and, and it was interesting to watch how many people said, I miss those days. You know, I miss those days where Michigan had that kind of running back. And I go, yeah, I mean— that tells you something that tells you something about the Michigan fans and it has nothing to do with Higdon and the running backs we have now it just shows you that it's been a while since Michigan had a good offensive line it shows you with Michigan last time we've had one of those dynamic running backs and I believe Higdon can be that guy I just don't think that he has the um it's not his fault I just think there's He's he's at a time where Michigan's still trying to get its legs with the offensive line. And, it's un, and I think it's unfortunate for him because I think he could be a great running back for us. Um, and he's kind of inhibited by that because of our offensive tackles have not been very good. Uh, if you look at a lot of these guys and you think about it, you think about the offensive line and how well it was. Michigan was motoring. You said it's a well-oiled machine back then. It was. And we're now trying to get back to that, and we will. It's just um, – it's been a long time, man. And to have Mike Hart and people put them on there is pretty interesting because I actually went through Ohio State's poll on their best running back, and I mean, Ezekiel Elliott was like number two. <laughs> and I went – well, it wasn't too far ago, was it? Yeah, so yeah, – so, You know, I think Michigan's going to get there. You know, Michigan fans got, you know, we've got to be patient, but I think we're going to get there. But uh,
0: it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, for sure. Gosh, dude, I'm looking at a couple of things here as we're kind of wrapping this up, some crazy things to mention. You know how insane it would have been? Not saying that I would want to go back to the offense that we had, but how, you know, explosive the offense was when we did have Denard Robinson. And imagine if we had that explosive offense with the defense that we have right now. Yeah. Because listen, listen to this. Gosh. I hadn't I totally missed out that the single season receiving record was held held by Jeremy Gallen. And he also had has the yeah. most single game receiving yards. I forgot about that. And Roy Roundtree right uh right behind that. Yeah. It. So yeah. it's kind yeah, of cra- that's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, receiving like we've had some decent stuff because for the single game records we've got three from the uh, ever since 2010, Gallon, Roundtree, and Chesson. So that's kind of interesting. But anyways, anyways, <coughs> the the thing that I want to talk about the uh, insanity here. Where'd it go? Where'd you go? Here we go. Okay. Um, interesting thing to point out. Um, I think. Oh no, I'll. I'll discard that one, but okay. So single game, total offensive yards. I mean, yeah, of course, you're going to be looking at quarterbacks and everything, but this is the top 10 for Michigan, total offensive yards for a single game. Devin Gardner, Jake Rudock, Denard Robinson, Denard Robinson, Devin Gardner, Robinson, 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 Robinson. oh my god really yeah so imagine like i mean of course like i said i don't think anybody really wants to go back to that style of offense and that inconsistency and uh i mean it it was fun to watch it was explosive there were the good things but it was still not something that i really want to say let's go back to at all but that that was an explosive offense but we didn't have the greatest defense not saying that defense would have made us a championship caliber team and also to say if we had that defense then we wouldn't have our current setup probably for coaching staff and everything like that so in a, in the end it kind of worked out uh so it appears we'll see how things play out in the long run blah 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 yeah i mean
1: he he was special in fact he's in my top five is is one of my favorite michigan players of all time all time which yeah. is Crazy, because everybody's like, isn't that the worst time of Michigan football? I go, yeah, and it's also the best time because we got to see one of the most dynamic, exciting players, probably in Michigan football history, in Denard Robinson. Yeah, and and he was. He really was. Anytime he had the ball, something's going to happen. He was going to break a (laughs) 90-yard run. And I got to see many of those live, and it's impressive. And if you were somebody who missed him, um, I feel sorry for you. I'm sorry. It was quite quite awesome to see. Yeah.
0: yeah, no, absolutely. He was very dynamic. He was yep. um, very uh, – he was electric. Oh, yeah. He, he was yeah. one of the most exciting players in college football when he was playing. But that well, was he, the thing he, is, is – Yeah, go ahead. But that was the thing, though, is even though he was exciting, I wouldn't put him down as, like, one of the greatest. No. Right. But he was one of the most exciting because you just never knew what was going to happen. Like, even even in one of the uh, sadder performances and everything, um, and I think it was after he came back from injury or whatever, but it was the Ohio State game at Ohio State. And, yeah. uh, you know, he had that crazy run where he ran down the sideline and two players went to tackle him at the same time, and he got sandwiched and they just fell off and then he kept running. I mean, just like those those weird, crazy things that he was able to do. So... Yeah, my my question to you is,
1: you know, quickly is, what do you think Denard Robinson would have done if he was we he was at running back, but uh, uh, behind some of these offensive lines that they had back then, you know, in the 80s and 90s in the in in the early 200, you know, 2000s, like Mike Hart or somebody like that. Well, you know, what if Denard had Jake Long at offensive tackle that,
0: you know, what could have? What do you think he could have done with that? I mean, that's crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure that that would have been interesting. So, yeah, he, he probably would have every Michigan record ever
1: if that was the case. But
0: uh, if if we had a capable passing game, yeah, <laughs> right, right, exactly.
1: Yep. So no doubt about it. But yeah, it's it's a it's interesting. You know, it just kind of makes, and then I think what it does it forces even. Uh, newer michigan fans or younger michigan fans if you want to say to get out there and probably see some tape on some of these older running backs and get to see them uh you you can go to youtube and watch them some of the games and then appreciate how they ran their style of running and um the offensive line that we had and things like that so it's all good
0: it's all good yep all good Yeah, a good conversation, interesting conversation. And it's one of those things, yeah, it's not really right or wrong. It's preference and things like that. So, yeah, exactly. Fun conversation to have. Uh, If anybody has any thoughts that they want to share about that um, input, you know, uh, feel free to uh, tweet on the conversation that Craig was having on Twitter. Or uh, you could shoot us an email or give us a call. Uh, The phone line is... uh, Five five one two five eight three two seven six. That's five five one Blue Bro. Uh, Twitter at Blue Bros underscore Caleb or underscore Craig, and the email Blue Brothers Sportscast at gmail.com. But yeah, we might have some other interesting conversations with that. Yeah, uh, just just different positions, different players, and things like that here during the off season. Uh, it's going to be here before you know it because June's right at the, around the corner. So I mean June, July, and then you're in August and August is, you know, football priming season, and you know you've got preseason NFL going on. And I don't think any. Well, I feel like there was a year. There are some of those years where there's like one college football game that lands at the very end of August. Sometimes they do that like premiere game that's like a week early or some. Yeah, think... those lower teams. Yeah. Yeah, like, like like sometimes they'll they'll go to some weird location to. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know uh, if that's happening this year, but it, it's it's kind of crazy to think about how kind of close it is. But, um, yeah, so we thank you guys for hanging out with us. We'll have different things going on. I have not forgotten about the conversation that we're going to have around uh, top coaches and everything like that. It's just a longer ordeal of getting information together. I'm actually planning out what information that I want to collect on all the top Division One coaches. So that you can, so that the group that we get together can kind of do a blind test, and look at it uh, and compare the resumes together on the same criteria, rather than what appears to be from that article. I can't remember who it was from, but uh, where they just all kind of went in with their own impressions. I want it to be where everybody goes in with the same criteria, with the same goal, with the same objectives. So, yeah. That that will ha- that will happen. I will say this: it will happen before the season starts. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I'm kidding. No. But, all right, so I think there'll be any anything else, anything else, Craig? Or nope, nope, not at all. So I'm counting down the days, we're getting there. Yep, uh, um, we're underneath a hundred days for college football. I don't know exactly where we are for Michigan football. I can't remember. I haven't seen it recently, but we're getting there. It'll be here before you know it. So it'll be exciting. So. Uh, We thank you guys for hanging out with us. We hope you guys have a good rest of the week and uh, get to enjoy this warm weather. Uh, Until next time, go blue. Go blue.